0: Welcome, everybody, to what we are just celebrating because we're allowed to celebrate things that might not mean anything to anybody. The 20th episode of Four Your Run. We are switching it up today. I have two people to introduce because life is crazy. So today, it's Blair. It's always Blair. We know her. Hi. She And we have another person. And you've already seen her photo on all of the IG posts. You know who the person is. The episode says who the person is, but you still might not know. It's Kaylee. Kaylee's back. Old dependable. Booyah! Hi Kaylee! Kaylee. (laughs) She's just a part of the introduction now because she's just part of the fam so Mm -hmm. hard that I said, why do an introduction Kaylee will just be a part of it. Yep. Just-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honored, and I have to say, every time I hear your intros, <laughs> <Blair> says, <"St- laughs> it makes yes. me laugh every single time. So thank well, you for maybe that. Maybe we should
2: start changing our names. I'm ready for a stage name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna think about that. Yeah, we're I gonna mean, give that one a good hard think. Yeah,
2: I really would like a theater name. I feel like I've missed my calling. <laughs> Theater is really where I would have thrived.
0: But see, I want it to be an old-timey nickname like Eleanor. Like
2: <laughs> No. Wait. No, you're not down. Ooh. Eleanor?
0: Why not?
2: God. I mean we'll to can think I be about Marge. This?
0: Marge? Did you just give us a Marge? <laughs> just so we're clear like
2: margaret but then marge eleanor incredibly
0: <laughs> offensive but marge really saw I mean,
2: I old timey like go all the way old timey
0: okay gertrude
1: oh yeah i was gonna say gertrude, I was say it almost gertrude. <laughs> like the golden girls so.
0: <laughs> we're rewinding It's For Your Run. I'm Sean with Gertrude. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all.
2: Hey, (laughs) y'all.
0: Oh, man. I could
2: be Gertie. Hey. Gertie. I bet I could find some kind of, like, name with Gertrude on it, though. Like, some kind of tchotchke. I
0: I love Gertie as, like, the go-to. I love that. Gertie. Gertie. Okay. Okay.
2: (laughs) Kind of girty
0: ish <laughs> Perfect. I have to define that? Perfect. Girth,
2: actually, it's really just the girth. <laughs> There's a lot of extra poundage happening to my body right now that's covered by a sweater.
1: <laughs> you, are we- you are wearing a very Florida in yeah. the summer appropriate sweatshirt. And that's, that's a lot of sarcasm there. That looks like something I need to cozy up into in the winter. It mm-hmm. looks very comfy. It is really cozy, it's just an excuse to wear a giant blanket.
2: I love it. It's not attractive at all. The pattern is really poor. (laughs) But it's basically a huge, like, Aztec sweater.
0: I was going to say, my Mm -hmm. aunt, I had an aunt that used to take me to these, like, Indian reservation things in the fall. And that looks like a sweater I could have gotten at one of their, like, tables. That's basically it. I just need my
2: turquoise rings and I'm set. Okay. I also have those.
0: So now we've arrived basically at your... Your Gertie dream catcher. That's like your... Oh, I love a dream oh, catcher. Me <laughs>
1: too. <laughs> I
2: had a when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> the legend's just building by the minute oh, over Gertie. here. <laughs> great. It's great. Thing. So now that we're at episode 20, and this is 100% what everyone signed up for today. Not at all. The legend Sorry. of Gertie the dream catcher. Um,
2: Oh, but that is my stage name. We decided, everyone. The more you say okay. Gertie Dreamcatcher, it's, yeah. it's for real. I'm going to yeah. change my handle and everything. Okay. <laughs> what do you think
0: Just... would
1: happen if I changed my handle to
0: Gertie Dreamcatcher? <laughs> <laughs> I have Only to do... people who
1: haven't turned this podcast off yet would know
0: what it means. <laughs> Turn it <off> yet.
1: <laughs> We're how many minutes in and they're
2: like, mm, done. <laughs> this is not I what I want to listen to on my not, run today. <laughs> I'm
0: not super trusting this podcast. <laughs> first time listeners, this is what you got. This oh, is not... You shouldn't
2: have started here, first of all. No, no.
0: And, <laughs> and it's ironic because sure <laughs> the first episode is Kaylee, so go back and start it. <laughs> Episode one. one Kaylee. Now we're at episode twenty, Kaylee. We've lost all control of our own podcast.
2: We should put like a disclaimer, like this has been a really rough week, everyone. This just yes. been a really rough week. So we're just this is how we've pivoted, okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We've pivoted so far left.
0: Isn't isn't today's episode uh Gertie a mm-hmm. perfect like it's the perfect friend's pivot moment for us, all things considered.
2: It absolutely is. You're and I have you. to tell you that I re- started re-watching all of Friends this week because <laughs> I was having such a bad week <laughs>
1: okay.
2: that I was like, I need to laugh. And that is like yeah. a guaranteed way to laugh. So I started over and it brought me such joy. It's
0: <laughs> well, comfort. What it a is, fitting... it really is. Yeah. You have a
1: comfort show like
0: oh. or movie?
1: I know, I do. Oh, I, my comfort show I think is Entourage. I love that. I've watched it multiple times. I always kind of go back to it when I need something familiar and hilarious. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I respect that so much. Entourage. Oh my gosh. What a wonderful show. Uh, I probably have a a couple because of my soul crushing anxiety. I get anxious (laughs) about which one I want. So then I have to have backups and reserves, but parks and rec is a fantastic mm, good feel good yeah. Shits creek has come into also that good choice. definitely yep. come into yep. that uh, the office Ooh, the office yes. is a, oh, a fantastic one as far as movies go i love a really bad and i'm not being sarcastic <laughs> i love a really bad action movie like to the <laughs> point that Autumn gets really frustrated.
2: Like a Liam Neeson one, because every single one of those movies are the same. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: there's only so many times you can be taken. And, well, it's not um... even that. I, mean,
2: <laughs> I watched one of his, because I love Liam Neeson. And so yeah. like, he came out with like a newish one on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I was watching it, and my husband was like, Seriously, you know how it's going to go?
0: Yes. <laughs> Listen, listen, it's either Liam Neeson and his daughter or wife is missing, or a wolf is after him, or yeah, he's in a, a mountainside. <laughs> there, there's just a lot going on.
2: Yeah, he was in a train this time.
0: Ooh, what a, what a change of scenery for Liam.
2: He was in a train and... <laughs> It was it was good, but it was again a bad action movie.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's a good it's a good go to. Um, mm-hmm. There are and they made three of these, which is just purely astounding. And every time they announced another one, I had to see it just from the pure <laughs> insanity. So there's a movie called The Expendables, and it's like yes, Sylvester that, Stallone, that and all, that is a bad right they movie. got all of the <laughs> '80s action stars, and we're like, let's mm-hmm. run it back, let's run yeah. it back. And um, I think I drug my cousin. I have um my one cousin i was in his wedding we're really good friends we went to see the first one together and we were just so blown away by how outlandishly (laughs) inaccurate everything was like um and then they just got worse and we just bought in (laughs) even harder um so that that's where i live I, i love a really bad 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 action movie which um that's good. not, yeah, yeah. I support no, I like that. This.
2: I'm for that. I'm for all You're of that. Bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are great ideas for whatever this week brings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. I, I 100% <laughs> agree. Oh my goodness. So before we started this episode, just for everybody out there, we were chatting a little bit about running and I was uh, bringing my coach Gertie over here. Uh, <laughs> My glowing coach, Dream Gertie. Catcher, though. <laughs> <laughs> my last the best part. That's right. <laughs> I, I told Dream her. <laughs> Miss Dreamcatcher. I said, please forgive me, Miss Dreamcatcher. I skipped my long run yesterday. Um, and she gave me a very thorough... She didn't give me a very didn't thorough. didn't do anything <laughs> no. except
2: say, I did, just... did too. <laughs>
0: yeah. She she said, good. Good for you. Great.
2: I'm in great company. You Dream... listen to yeah. whatever you needed to do, and that's
0: fine <laughs> with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I am quickly, I, I mean, I've been arriving at this decision for a long time, but this is just an, um, I, I don't feel like I have injected myself into the fall racing feeling at all this year. But I also know that I've been doing all kinds of for the run stuff and I've we've been doing the Gertie Dreamcatcher and I have been doing this podcast here. Um, so I'm having a little bit of difficulty, like, you know, kind of getting into the, uh, the roller coaster of fall race season. And it is what it is. And I've come to accept it. But outside of Gertie and I over here, Kaylee has been kind of hooking into mm-hmm. the runs over there and i've got you know I, I i follow all of your posts so i don't even know why i did like
2: a deep dive a, a, a mile deep
0: dive this morning <laughs> review, i've read all the posts i know dive. what's going to a, a relatively a little, shallow dive which dip. for me which for me is incredibly hazardous kaylee it's i dangerous. could break my neck um, please don't no diving is is my ever. yeah <laughs> ever <laughs> eight foot pools don't do it. will um, not do it. <laughs> but I I wanted to at least initially talk to you about something that you wrote about a week ago now, which was you had and it blew up because Kay- Kaylee doth speaketh and the community doth respondeth. Um,
2: that, <laughs> Maybe your nickname is Shakespeare. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I could give um, you a first name Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you wrote just about like own, basically own who you are as a runner and that, you know, the 60 and 70 mile weeks are not uh, the Kaylee cup of tea, so to speak. And, and you know, your pace is your pace. And then you wrote an, you were just dropping some knowledge bombs on everybody here (laughs) a little bit. You did some stuff about heel strikers, like kind of get off my lawn. I'm a heel striker, get off my lawn. And you and I got to spend a little bit of time together this summer, which was a uh, 10 out of 10 Yelp review would vacation again. Um, your husband is just a real uh, piece of trash. If we're being honest, no, I, couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stand uncle
2: him. Anthony. Oh, uncle Anthony is, uncle Anthony drove me around. He's wonderful.
0: He's, he's just, a, he's a wonderful ray of sunshine. He is. And, he is. um, but we had some wonderful conversations at that time too i was i was deep in my drought of i hate everything running when i saw both of you Mm -hmm. and anthony gave me some incredibly helpful things you kaylee gave me some incredibly helpful things uh i have felt better about my running but that doesn't necessarily mean i've been fully in but you have been speaking some truths over there and you're running has been seemingly going very well. Mm-hmm. And in traditional Sean fashion, we're at episode 20. I have now spent three minutes asking you a simple question. And yes. that's just, how you doing?
2: How's yes. That was two questions now.
1: Uh-huh. That was so good. That was so good. I'm doing, I'm doing really well. I mean, as many of us know, I had a very difficult start to the year (laughs) came into 2021 injured kind of got back into it training for a half marathon a little bit ended up pulling out of the half marathon because i was just going through a lot of mental and physical stuff that really was the result of stress Mm -hmm. but i didn't know it at the time took a little bit of time off Kind of came back into it, got really, really sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sick! Yeah, not COVID, well, but some right. other virus, oh, that virus that just yeah. wreaked yeah. havoc. Took another couple of weeks off. Came back into it. Fell, smashed my knee open. Got yes. stitches.
0: Oh my had god! To take
1: another week off. <laughs> so it was a rough, a rough start to the year with my running, and I really had to do a lot of reframing yeah. in my mind about what I was doing and what's important to me but since the, since the knee um, incident <laughs> I'm getting back into it and doing really well. It's hard though, because when you lose fitness and you start running again, it doesn't feel that great for a little while. Yeah. I have to just keep going. Um, But I've been doing good. The long runs have been going well. My runs during the week have been going well. And there's this added layer of I also went back to full time in person work in school. Um, But I think I really function best when I have a really structured routine. Mm -hmm. Um, A coach telling me what to do every week is super helpful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm really starting to now feel like my fitness is coming back. My stamina is coming back. I don't feel fast at all. I'm not expecting any major crazy PRs or anything coming up, but I'm just happy to be running.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: it's, if I'm running and I'm feeling good, that's really all I care about. So yeah, I'm doing well. Excited for the next couple months before Richmond.
0: Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, like I said, I have not super plugged into like, I want to run a race and be super pumped about it. <laughs> um but running, yeah. I mean running has felt um better since uh especially since I got to talk to you and Anthony about bangs and change a couple things up. Um I I've thought so much about this. I think I mean one, whenever we all thought races were gonna start happening again and everyone like overtrained to the moon for a couple weeks and got hurt, but I was gonna I was gonna like <laughs> stop you right right whenever you were talking about like you were gonna run that half and then you didn't. I like I I feel like everybody I know on IG for like a 6 or 8 week span was like training for a half, going to run a half, me included, and then we were like, "Oh, not going to do that because I feel like everything's going wrong." Yes.
1: <laughs> it's so true. I did also feel like, "Okay, at least I'm not alone in last yeah. minute DNSing."
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point really, my goal is I've got um I've got my Eugene half that I haven't my virtual half that I was supposed to run and didn't the metal. I refuse to put it on like my metal hanger. It's just sitting in a cubby behind me on this screen right now, Mm -hmm. waiting for my glorious arrival. Um, that that's pretty much my goal at this point is like, I will get my body to as um Gertie over here lovingly <laughs> refers to it as my full potential trash half will be realized before That's Only because
2: get... you and I say we're doing trash halves.
0: <laughs> we are. We're missing a real opportunity, Blair. We should get like a, an actual garbage company to sponsor us for our trash half.
2: i just well, only if they put Forky on the front. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> He's like my spirit animal. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> uh, am i trash what is trash i don't know if you've ever seen the shorts on disney plus you probably mm-hmm. haven't because you don't have children um but <laughs> my children make them make me watch them but it's like what is money <laughs> what is laughter and i'm like that seems right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> yeah yeah so i i uh, like forky he might be my favorite
0: yeah yeah i i I fully subscribe to everything that, uh, that, that mantra lives through. So, (laughs) oh my goodness. Um, I, I want to ask just kind of both of you, what your thoughts are as we like get in to fall race season, like, because in June and July, we all got on the bus of like, Going back up. Here comes the roller coaster. We're all going back in. Um, And I mean, I think that some of these races are still going to happen. But uh, I mean, Kaylee, most mostly, this question is for you because you are on the mountain, whereas like Blair and I are over here with our picks for our our trash bags. (laughs) Um, But like, where are you at, like mentally, with trying to get into this? Because like, so I. And I don't know who the person was, so I apologize in advance, but I I felt so bad for this one person this morning. I I was uh, going through my social feed and someone had trained for a marathon and they were at mile six and like tripped on a pothole and busted their knee open and their whole post was like, cool. 18 weeks of training, mile six. Oh,
2: my gosh. Um, That's awful. That is awful.
0: And, you know, I I mean, I think that a lot of us have like buckled up into like a station wagon called ball racing season. And we're all like, we're not turning this car around. (laughs) We're on the way. Um, But what is like, what have you kind of been doing as far as, you know, what races could look like and where everything's at? to work through that?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't know who that is, but I'm sorry that happened to know. that person. That's really rough. I mean, you can work so hard to control every single variable as much as you can, but sometimes these unlucky right. things just happen. So that's pretty sucky. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but you know, in terms of fall races happening, I know we, we talk about that a lot uh, with everything going <laughs> on. Yeah. I mean, I am still being pretty positive and optimistic. I think the fact that they're outdoors Mm -hmm. is um, a good indicator that this is going to happen. I don't think we'll see indoor expos and things like that. Yeah, Um, maybe. But that's just kind of my thoughts. But, um, you know, with me personally, in my running, I am being so cautious right now because I am. Injury prone and accident prone, it seems like. I never want to overdo it. So I do, I am prepared at any point to drop down to the half leading into Richmond or pull the plug entirely if I need to. And I don't mean that in a a negative way. I mean that in a, I, like I said, as long as I'm running, I'm happy and I don't want to overdo it so much where I'm injured again and have to take an extended period off. So You know, I'm going into this with trying to do the right thing, trying to prepare myself, trying to really focus on recovery, doing all the things I know how to do, but also knowing if a marathon doesn't happen this fall, that's okay and it's not the end of the world. And I'll just keep trying for whenever I can again. So that's kind of my philosophy right now. I am still like working really hard and counting down the weeks and really hoping that I have 26.2 in me. this year, but also just kind of allowing myself some grace for if I don't, it's not the end of the world. It's really going to be okay. As long as I can just be smart and take care of my body and my brain and be able to bounce back from whatever happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I resonate with that. I I think all of us kind of resonate with that right Mm -hmm. now. Like for me, I, I think even a year ago I would have been, and I, don't get me wrong there are days that I can be really hard on myself but I think I would have been uh extended like I would have had an extended period of being really hard on myself even like a year ago in running um and again like I'm you wrote, you wrote too many good posts in the last 7 days Kaylee the real problem <laughs> um but yeah this like you uh, you would also kind of just like as long like you can't be Too hard on yourself. You just have to love the process. Like, and I, I have definitely come to grips with the entire thing of I, I need to just listen to myself, give myself what I feel I need to do. I've seen and listen when you're in marathon training. I a hundred percent get. I saw a couple of our friends just on IG in the last couple of days of like woke up didn't want to do the 16 or didn't want to do the 18 got it done really happy i got it done mine has definitely been opposite of just like i woke i mean yesterday was a perfect case like i woke up and was like i have seven but i feel heavy and the day is just structured a little bit oddly and
2: well the day all these, was heavy yesterday too so yeah i feel like that like yeah. weight on everything too.
0: And <laughs> Absolutely. so I just kind of was giving myself a lot of grace of like, I want to run how I want to run right now. And that's, uh, you are the perfect person honestly to be talking to about this subject. I honestly, right now, Kaylee, because you are the person that um, just loves to do the miles and enjoy You know the experience and the trails and the views and the feeling so to that like you're you're not the person that i'm gonna feel compelled to like reach out to and be like hey are you okay because this thing isn't happening where there's a lot of people who are very much like the race is the thing um and you know i i think you and i like we've we've jokingly had little like um banter of like we seem to like trade race pace with each other like so the first i think two years that we knew each other we were like running half paces about the same running full pace about the same and my brain just gave me the, like the default of like whatever kaylee's paces are right now are probably what your paces should be because <laughs> oh, despite well but despite the fact that um i we are incredibly different people and for everyone at uh, with earphones right now I'm just using my hands to um, denote that, you know... It's
2: a tiny difference. Despite despite
0: my IG claims through the summer of Kaylee actually being 6'3", she's actually not, and I am tall and she is not. But, you know, there was a point where I was just looking at a lot of those things, and you, again, this week had some really good notes about, like, you just can't be looking at what everyone else is doing. You need to be in the season of running that you need to be in, and I... I'm, I'm gonna just give myself props for not kicking my own ass right now all over the place about like i could have been super mad at myself for just being like i don't want to do the miles and just not doing them <laughs> yesterday um but instead i'm like i'm like and i'm not gonna go into all of it because some of it is stuff with for the run that i don't want to say verbally yet because i have to fulfill those things before i tell people that we're gonna do them but I'm trying to figure a lot of things out before the run. Um, you know, life outside of that, as far as everything else goes. But yeah, I mean, in past versions of Sean, I would have probably been sitting here talking to you both today, being like, "I'm a big old pile of trash for trash," <laughs> you know, missing out on my run to the trash, back to the trash. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but it's I've definitely been as Blair has given me miles to run. And, you know, I did actually do a quality session like this week and it felt really great to do that. But I'm I'm definitely trying to plug a lot more back into just like the outside, enjoy what you're doing. And like, whenever I was Chicago training, the thing that always kind of, whenever I would like kneel down to tie my shoes. And I think that this applies to anything that you're doing, whether it's Riding your bike or doing, you know, core work, which I'm sure Blair wants to like fall over at the notion of core work because every time I say it, she says that's not real. Um, yeah, but whenever I, I would, right. <laughs> that?
2: Um, I gave up on it.
0: Yeah, core, nah. nah. Um, but leg I would day, always yes. like, yes, give me a leg day. Mm-hmm. Don't know what core is. Um, <laughs> but just like my Chicago. So I ran Chicago. I fundraised for the American Cancer Society for my grandfather. But then I was kind of running for my grandmother because she spent like the last 30 years of her life in a wheelchair. So it was that whole thing of like, just enjoy what you're doing. And it doesn't matter what it is. If it's if it's running in the current you know atmosphere of your life right now, that's great. If it's not, that's also wonderful. Whatever you got to do for yourself. But like the last couple times that I got to run outside were just a lot more about take a look around, like realize that you're out here and what you're doing. And I think too the world right now, both feels heavy, but when things feel heavy, I think things feel faster. So like thinking that you're going to give yourself an hour or two hours or three hours to run when everything else might feel unstable feels like i don't know if i have that in me i'm already asking a lot of myself so i mean i my underscore here is just be gracious with yourself no matter what happens as far as whether races do or don't happen whether you're training or not training that's where i'm at i'm like to be honest. If you told me I had to run a half tomorrow, I could probably be like, it'll take a while, but I'll figure <laughs> but I'll it out. It. Um, but, I might
2: walk a little, uh, but I can yeah, do it.
0: I, I am definitely at the point where I'm like, I honestly don't know if I'm going to show up in Richmond having even like gotten close to half marathon training type distances. and That's perfectly fine. That is what it is. Um, I will put on the best science shoes that companies have provided and <laughs> tell my legs that they can do wonderful things.
2: Yeah. So. I like the idea of being gracious. That's a good one. It's definitely yeah. important.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I I think about this a lot as you can probably tell from my ramblings on my posts i mean and for the record when i do a post i just write about what i was thinking about during that mm-hmm. run mm-hmm. like that cuz i don't listen to music while i run i know that, that seems really crazy maybe it is but i just think about things and usually like these thoughts just kind of come to me and i mull them over in my head and i think oh let me share this but i the way i look at it is I do this because it's fun Mm -hmm. and it feels good. Yeah. And if I ever, and I protect that because I think we all love this and we're all, it's very important to all of us. And that's wonderful. But I think what happens sometimes is because we love it so much, we put a lot of pressure on it and a lot of pressure on ourselves to perform and get better and PRs and All these things, and some of those things can really steal the joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's such a balance to me of having fun, enjoying it feels good. And also, like, what else can I do with this? Can I push myself? Can I get a little better? Can I get a little faster? And walking that tightrope all the time. Mm -hmm. Because I've always told myself, if it doesn't feel good and I'm not having fun, it's time to take a step back. And I have done that. I did that. In January, when Sean, you mentioned it on a podcast recently, just being really nervous before every run mm-hmm. because you're like, well, is something going to hurt? Is something going to go wrong? Am I going to yeah. be able to even finish it? And I started to feel like that. And that's not fun to me. Yeah. So that's when I had a talk with my coach and said, I need to just stop for a little while until I can figure out how to find that joy again. And a lot of times, I think for a lot of runners, it's just a little break. It's some extra sleep. It's a little less running around Mm -hmm. and just releasing that pressure that we put on ourselves. And I said this the first time I came on the podcast, this isn't my job. I don't get paid to do this. Yeah, I don't show up at races with cameras pointing at me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. So what do I need to do to protect that so that mm-hmm. it stays fun? That's how I look at it. And that's what's in my head pretty much all the time. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. You I don't need
2: extra jobs right now.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> we have no. enough
2: responsibilities and things going on. So it would be so fun to not have to work with oh, so training. training? Yeah. So I mean, definitely yes. imagine all the do, things you could do.
1: Do not get paid to train. So <laughs> no, sure don't.
0: I, I've <laughs> joked um, with Autumn and I said it and she was like, oh my God, that would be so fascinating to watch. I want, and if it like, i said it would be cool for me because like i would like to try it and i think more than anything i think doctors would just be like this dude's body is such a like pain in my ass um (laughs) but i think it would be so awesome if like new balance or nike or like adidas or somebody was like okay here's what we're going to do we are going to and listen if they opened a lottery like everyone would apply and it would be impossible Like if they just were like, we're just gonna pick somebody that is a runner and we're gonna say, you get two years that we are gonna pay whatever your real world salary is to be a normal human and we are going to throw everything at you that we throw at our elites. We're going to give you wow. the treadmills, the shoes, the personal trainers, the, the massage the therapist, the massage the therapist, the do- We're going to give you everything. OK, <laughs> the recovery we're, boots, right? Wow. We're going to throw right like we're going to give you two years and we're going to we're going to put a camera crew together and we're going to make this a documentary just about what can a person just right. I, Kaylee I so 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 subscribe to some of the things you have said about like we are all athletes and that was such a profound thing the first time that you like said that on IG I was like that is so accurate and it really struck a chord last night we were at a wedding and I was just sitting there being my stupid goofy self of like <laughs> my I don't I'm very picky about what I eat and like I was I was crushing the cookie table and someone
2: <laughs> this cookie table must have been amazing. It to be was honest. wonderful. Like,
0: it was so good. Um, but this person at our table who I'd never met before, I've known them for seven minutes and but we were we already struck a chord where we were like, oh, we can be really like rude and funny to each other. Like and so I come back from like my second go at the cookie table and she's <laughs> like, I do not like you because Mm -hmm. you can just eat cookies and you look so good. She's like, because you're an athlete. She like, she almost said it verbatim. And I was like, son of a bitch. I am... Um, you're
2: right, ma'am. You're, girl. I had to girl, you of, got it. Were you no. actually shirt to yeah. the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was um, like dressy cash. It was like an under yeah. under shirt
0: yeah. beneath the Yeah, flavor. I just like kept on buttoning the shirt and being like, no, no big deal, guys, but I'm an athlete. Right here, so. athlete. But I just I think it would be so fascinating to see what would happen to a person if a company was like we're gonna give you two years of our best shot. That doesn't mean that you need to become an Olympic qualifier. That just means we wanna see what a person, when given the affordance of everything that a professional athlete gets, what happens to you? What transformation? Because everything you just said, Kaylee, is so right. Like, if I had someone that could just work some of those little bits out in like my upper it and just like around my lower calf i can do that stuff i like i have air boots and we have massage guns and we have our you know we've all worked we've all developed that awkward thing of where we can sit in an office and like dig our thumb into our calf (laughs) like when we have like a little Right. Like sometimes I'm sitting, talking to someone and I'm just like stabbing my calf with my thumb and they're like, what's this guy doing? But we don't have the full affordance of the professional massage therapist and the dietitians and all of those things. It would I would love to see a documentary of like this is George and yes, George, George runs a 414 <laughs> marathon, yes. runs four days a week, does a full time job. Is now 45. George doesn't have a full time job and is <laughs> yep. going to get two years of our best and we're going to yep. see what happens to George.
2: Let's do a bunch of people, a bunch right? of people and a bunch yeah. of different age ranges. That's what, what I like a to fascinating see. fascinating idea. I love that. Does anybody have a connection in the film industry? Yeah. Hit us we up. have three people who are interested in this
1: opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is, that's so interesting because I actually thought you were going to go a different direction with that. I, someone, and I can't remember who it was. I'm sorry, but someone posted recently a screenshot of an article that really was kind of digging into whether these carbon plated shoes really matter for like, non-elite mm-hmm. runners. Yeah. And I think kind of what it was suggesting is that they sort of don't.
0: It's a placebo. Um, right. right. Yeah.
1: So that kind of got me thinking of you know, I posted that thing the other day about heel striking. And I just, I think we are so inundated all the time with so much information, which can be a really, really good thing, but it mm-hmm. can also be ah. challenging where it's like, oh, but that's not me. Am I doing right. something wrong? Right. Heel striking, mm-hmm. having a high cadence. you know These are the kinds of things that like I read all these articles that say It's the most efficient to run on your mid or four foot, and it's most efficient to run at a 180 cadence.
0: Right. Cadence
1: is certainly not 180. And when I've tried to get it high before, it feels awful and it's a disaster. But my suspicion is, and I haven't looked into this too much, maybe we need to come back and do a fact check. But (laughs) my my suspicion is a lot of these studies that are done are done on fairly elite or fairly. fast runners and i don't think there's as much done on your average runner like me right. so i think that is i've i've kind of put a little bit of cynicism on reading some of these things about running sometimes because mm-hmm. sure maybe a 180 cadence is is more efficient but i'm not running fast enough for it to really matter yeah. for me yeah. it's my, that's just my opinion so i think it is a little i try to read some of the content that we're that's just in front of our faces all day long, just with a little bit more skepticism about, okay, how much does this really apply to me? The things yeah. that I'm more focused on are, do I feel good while I'm running? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think it would be really interesting to see more research done on a oh, much wider range of recreational right. runners. True. I, and I think like,
2: you know, the runner who takes longer is out on the course for a greater yeah. period of time. Yeah. Like they're yes. on their feet for a greater period of time. Like I think I, I about agree. that
1: all the time. Yeah, you guys are mm-hmm. the true athletes like out yeah. there for yeah. six hours five and a half hours we, like we've heard some of the elite yeah. uh, marathoners say that like yeah i can't imagine running for four hours right to them mm. that's crazy because yeah. they're finishing two 230 yeah. or whatever right yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah i i had forgotten about this um but right you're you're so you're so right on some of this kaylee of i was watching a shoe reviewer on youtube it's like i love just like seeing people's perspectives on things Mm -hmm. and someone had bought i think it was the saucony endorphin pro and their foot strike is not the conventional everything you just said kaylee they don't they're not like a perfect midfoot toe release strike person and but there's someone that is putting on a different pair of shoes every day. So they really are in tune with what a shoe feels like and their review on the shoe. It wasn't a shot at the shoe. They were like, I feel like I'm not loading the carbon plate in that shoe at all. I -hmm. don't feel like I'm being propelled by the shoe at all. And i had that exact same thought of if you're not, The kipchoge's of the world or anything like that think like it's really kind when you really do think about it what you said does make quite a bit of sense like those athletes one are doing like 180 to 190 cadence but they've also built this perfect like based on what science is telling them to do and it's really a celebration to them that their bodies can adjust to what the form should be, or whatever, and sometimes I find myself laughing because you see some of like a two seventeen woman marathoner sometimes is doing everything you're not supposed to do. Their arms are swinging left <laughs> to right, and like one of their feet looks like a pigeon toe every time, like but they are striking and so forcefully leaving the ground that a carbon plate to them has a much different effect than me, who isn't like flinging my foot off of my kick to like load a plate to propel me forward. I'm sure that there's something in there doing something, but I can guarantee you if they would do some studies on, um, you know, Gertie and me (laughs) and an elite athlete, they'd be like that elite athletes loading that shoe, like 300% more than I am and that that's a really interesting way to think about it Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and I mean I think you know to be clear I'm not knocking a 180 or above cadence or I'm not you know but I think like honestly I and I have these thoughts sometimes everybody does you know I posted about like comparing myself to others and that is I'm a big fan of social media I have been since it began yeah and I was like in middle school and these things started to pop up. I love social media, but I just think we have to be a little bit careful sometimes mm-hmm. because if yeah. I look at all the things that I am supposed to be doing and I that with quotes,
0: yeah, <laughs> doing
1: a lot wrong. I have a long stride. I have a very slow cadence. I heel strike my heart rate. Is already high once I finish my dynamic stretches. Like I just have a higher heart rate. You know, so when I look at all these things, I could think I'm doing everything wrong. I don't know how to run. Mm -hmm. But when I just kind of have a more simplistic kind of minimalist view, put all of that out of my head, if I can get through my miles and I feel good and I can like slowly move toward accomplishing goals that I set for myself that my coach and I are working on, that's all that matters to me yeah you know and i think like what what um inspired that post was the end of the month when everybody puts all their totals this is how many miles i ran this month and i had a high week and that's wonderful and i love that everyone does that i used to do that
0: yeah right i I don't either i don't do it Yeah. yeah
1: i think it's wonderful and if that's helpful to people then cool keep doing it that's amazing But I have gotten myself into the trap of I don't run enough miles. Not enough. And then I try to run more miles Mm -hmm. and I'm injured. Yeah. I just think everyone, we need to just focus on what is working for us and try to clear out some of the noise sometimes of this is what I should be doing. This is what everyone else is doing. Am I doing something wrong? Do you feel good? And are you working toward accomplishing the goals you set for yourself? I think is what matters the most.
2: Yeah, definitely a testament to knowing your own body, like knowing what works best for you and honoring that. Like you have to honor that if you want to do this for a greater period of time, which means breaks and less miles and strength training or not strength training, yoga or not yoga. Like everybody's body is so (laughs) different. And, you know, I'm so guilty of getting stuck in that trap. But it's, it's yeah. just, it's so important to be like, okay, this is where I am today. And that's okay. Like it's, yeah. it's still enough. <laughs> still being
1: able to cheer for and honor oh, yeah. what uh-huh. people yeah. are doing. That yeah. is not the same as what you were doing. Yeah. I think that's what's yeah. so yeah. wonderful about this community is that we yeah. are all so different. The one thing that we have in common is our shared love for this mm-hmm. activity mm-hmm. and how we all do it and what we do is so different. I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. I agree. While you yeah. were
0: both like going through that, my brain was like processing a lot, and I I hundred percent agree with everything that both of you just said, and like that is the great thing about the community is, and you know, I'm I've been reflective too the last couple of days is like we're getting into now. Listen, I know that there's podcasts that have five hundred and a thousand up. We're gonna we're gonna celebrate what we want to celebrate. So <laughs> to hell with everybody else, but. The people that we've gotten to talk to i've been so happy seeing them hitting their marks and getting ready for races and we've talked to people that are going to get to hopefully run boston and do all these things and i'm so happy for them but then on like running is to everybody what it needs to be for each of us and i i totally like heard everything you said kaylee like your cadence is your cadence and your how your foot lands is how your foot lands. And you and Anthony just from talking to me one night like you guys were listening to me. I was hyper manufacturing things that had been you know not pushed. No one pushed anything on me, but you see people you watch why does my hip hurt, and what can I do mm-hmm. to fix that? Oh, I should like maybe, and the notion anymore to me of I should try to change what how my what my foot right. wants to do, yeah, is like, and Anthony was so fantastic, so shout out to Anthony over there, um <laughs> Uncle Anthony like I was just like I was like, well, I've been doing this with my foot, and he's like. Why are you you doing that with your foot? Keep your foot your foot. Let your foot do whatever the hell your foot wants to do. Um, Like we were watching track and field that night, Kaylee, and we were watching like a sprinter and their foot was like slapping off their pinky toe at like 45 (laughs) degrees. And we were all like, how's that person not like shredding their calf? And it's because they're running how they need to run. Um, And that's just an incredibly important message. And where my brain landed is you. And, and Blair were working through all that is that like, I almost am looking at my running right now, my quote unquote season of running for me right now. Like I'm almost looking at it as like, you remember. And so Kaylee and I are in like the same kind of um, layer of, you know, millennial stuff. It like <laughs> there was that time where it was like my chemical <laughs> romance and all that like grunge emo rock. And we were like, screw the man, I'm gonna to listen to the stuff I wanna to listen to, and uh-huh. I'm unique. So that's where you are now. <laughs> like, but, but my point is, I think that that's what running needs to be to each person. Like, yeah. I don't need, I need to, I, I, I am incredibly proud and incredibly inspired and incredibly excited to see all these other people that are runners doing all of these amazing things. But that is not me. That is not my running. That is not what I should be measuring myself to. I got really close to having a 200 mile month when I did Chicago training. My brain has erased it from memory because I think it was like that. That was a horror movie. That's what that was. And but to each their own. But like, I think that we should all just approach running more of like in that, like punk grunge. all like. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's running for me. Like, right. You're a t- when you're a teenager, you're like, I'm unique and no one ever in the history of the world. Right. Has been embrace your,
2: your own self. But, yeah. Whereas, Right. When you get older. So yeah.
0: that's that's perfectly said, Blair. Embrace yourself, yeah. embrace your running, embrace yeah. the season of whatever running is for you in the current mode that you're in. And that's fine. I think that's why I'm not necessarily standing here wanting to implode on myself. I'm just like my season of running right now is not 60 mile weeks. My season of it's, Mm -hmm. it is where it is. And I should celebrate that I am where I am because there's not just growth in the physical, there's growth in the mental. Mm -hmm. And I, while I'm not checking boxes for knocking off all of the physical while I'm not checking boxes for I had this great ambition when COVID kind of started and we were all like, oh, we're going to have so much free time because I don't have to like drive to a place I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do yoga and I'm going to be flexible. And (laughs) uh, right. We all thought that we were going to be able to add these new mechanics to our lives. But really, and Kaylee, I, I mean, I think you can speak to this perfectly. I can speak to this. I know that you have had this experience too of like you hit a big wall at one point recently and it was just stress and you just didn't know it was there. And so to be a little more self-aware and a little more gracious and a little more of the season of running that I'm in is the season that it's in. And that will change when it needs to change. And that's where i'm at i'm i'm not necessarily like i want to set myself on fire and start trying to hit sub sevens all the time like you were doing those mccurdy miles and i was like i want to do a mccurdy mile and i did no prep and i went out and like i have like this little foot ache that i've had ever since i did that Because it was stupid and I just shouldn't have done that. Like I should have just been like, that's what they're doing and that's cool. And I'm going to enjoy and celebrate. But instead I was like, I need to be in the Burger King cool kids club like everybody else and run (laughs) the mile. But that, right. So I'm really kind of happy that this is the conversation we're having today.
2: Yeah. I think it's important that we consume the material that's out there, you know, and it's always fun to learn. Like, I enjoy learning about what they have discovered and what's changing and what's evolving within running, but also knowing that what's out there doesn't mean that's a reflection of like you and what yep. you need to be focused on and accomplish. Like just because that might be what they feel is necessary in this time in your life, you know? So there can be I, space for all of that.
0: I will say, Blair, I totally agree. If there's one thing that I do truly want to know, though, it's how fast can Gertie run a mile in Florida in that sweater? That's, well, I that's it, what I want to know. I,
2: I actually didn't prescribe to the mile.
0: <laughs>
1: um,
2: I I don't know. Maybe we could accomplish that at one point, but I I definitely would have to do some training. I know that the the mile the mile was a trained for event. Like there were things that people did specifically for, like prepping your body to go from like zero to sixty. Like I'm not a 10 second car, (laughs)
1: y'all. That was I think a lot of work. it, It was. Probably, how do I say this? I think doing the mile series had the biggest effect on me as a mm-hmm. runner than. Anything else I've ever done? I believe it. I it believe was it. so it it actually changed the way my brain thinks about running mm-hmm. in a good way, in yeah, a positive yeah, way. And yeah. I was not being coached during that yeah. series. I was in between coaches, and so I was kind of figuring things out at my own. And big shout out to Corey because he kind of informally mm-hmm. coached me through mm-hmm. um, through that series. He gave me some workouts and just some things to think about mentally. But it really was the hard, one of the hardest things I've ever done. It's yeah. the only time I thought I was going to throw up from running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, believe, <laughs> I, believe I believe that. I yeah. definitely believe that. It, was 100%. So hard, but it yeah. honestly changed me mentally, but very, very challenging. And you'll hear marathoners marathon or say, I would rather run a marathon than do a mile it was
0: the last two or three guests that we've talked to Blair have been like five K's are terrifying. I'll I'll go run 26. Like I'll do that.
2: Well, there's a difference between like the long slow burn and like that short Mm -hmm. fire burn, you know, like that. I can't catch my breath feeling. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I want to, I want to dig into that just a little bit, Kaylee, like what, what is like, is there one or two things like, Really specifically, like that you can speak to in that change that, like,
1: yeah, I, I think the biggest thing was when you're racing a mile, you are 100% dialed yeah. in mentally mm-hmm. the present. entire yep. time, yep. time mm-hmm. present. Yes. Yeah. If your brain. And, and I mean, I, one of the reasons I run without music is like, love just kind of like zoning out, not paying mm-hmm. attention to what I'm doing. And then like, mm-hmm. Oh, three miles have gone by. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, just so fun to me. Um, but on the mile, you can't do that. If your brain leaves for a second, it's over then, I mean, seconds. <laughs> yeah. Seconds matter. If you're trying yeah. to PR or reach a goal or whatever. So to be that, Hyper focused mm-hmm. while running is something I had never experienced before, and it was really like mental training. Yep. Um, cool. So that I would say that's probably the biggest thing is the way I, I was able to train my brain to stay one hundred percent present in every single breath, every single heartbeat, every single time my foot hit the hit ground. ground. Yeah. It was just something I'd never. It was like. I don't know how to explain. It was just something I'd never really experienced while running before. So that was the first thing. The second thing was pacing becomes Uh, more important when you're out there and you're trying to run for six or seven minutes as fast as you possibly can. You can't start out as fast as you possibly can during the first 400 meters. So the way I, um, did the runs was by 400s I actually set my watch to auto lap mm-hmm. on 400s yeah. um just to help pace myself you know i'm going to ease in during the first the second one is like okay now we're lighting the fire a little bit more the third one is like hold on for dear life yeah. <laughs> 400 <laughs> is the hardest, hardest yeah. the whole thing i think mm-hmm. and then the last 400 is you try to find Jesus. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> so, so James McCurdy said, "He said, don't find Jesus during the first two minutes. Find him during the last thirty seconds." <laughs> yeah, and I thought that was so funny, and I always remembered Fantastic. that. So then the the you know the last four hundred is you're just all out, and so to look at a such a you know relatively short short run in such a way where you're breaking everything down like that also brings you to a different place mentally. If I'm going out for a 10 mile run, that's a long, slow run. I'm just like, here I go. And just kind (laughs) of zoning out. But this is like, you're thinking of a million different things every second. So those are probably the two biggest things. And it really just, it really did just kind of like change my brain in a very fundamental way when it comes to thinking about running and what my body is doing during running. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. No, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. I, I, what you were speaking to there, I feel like that's, and this is maybe why treadmills I listen, I I've run plenty of miles on treadmills this year, but I get so caught up in the second-to-second status of running when I'm on a treadmill. Like, (laughs) and some of that is that I've had, and like, I didn't do anything extreme as a kid. I just like hurt myself in ways that make, and I'm like, I am not, I don't think going to be like a 70 year old. That's like totally unable to function, but like, the ways that I hurt myself when I was in like a teenager, I, I joke with some people. Like I, I think I had like one scar on my body from birth until fourteen, and then I got like ten scars on my body from thirteen to eighteen. Like my, all of a sudden, life was like you're gonna get hurt a bunch, <laughs> and it's all in these ways that just like make some of this stuff different like I have a scar right above my kneecap that like makes my knee feel goofy and I have a scar on my hip that is like close to my hip joint that makes my hip feel goofy and like all the time when I'm on a treadmill I've told you this Kaylee, and I, I know I've told you this too Blair like I think about uh, this is my chance because when you're out on pavement you're not focused as much on where's my foot landing Am I to your point earlier, Kaylee, like sometimes my left leg, especially like overstrides to the point where like, I feel like it's trailing behind me and I'm constantly like, come back left leg. We're, <laughs> we're the rest of me's up here. Um, but I'm doing all of the microscopics, but I'm trying to also run like seven miles and right. Like I'm almost trying to do what is meant to be one mile's work worth of mental work but for six times the distance to the point where i'm like wow i've been running for a really really long time and i look up and i'm like three minutes it's been three minutes (laughs) Um, and so that's kind of my curse is i i just do so much like little tedious little microscopic mental notes through the whole thing Whereas when I get outside, there's just so much other stuff to do. Like you can just enjoy sunshine and then you know, look at your surroundings and enjoy what's going on around you. And I don't know why, but I just pay attention to other things differently. But yeah, I I like am wrapped up in what you were referring to there. Like that's just what happens to my soul when I'm on a treadmill. It's all just microscopic. <laughs>
1: Well, I was just thinking about how you know if you start to think about blinking or you start to think about breathing and then it feels oh. weird, you're like blink oh, that no. much? <laughs> breathing weird because it's on, yeah. it's going on in the background. I think running is the same. I think if we like are out there. And overthinking about every little thing, then it's just going to feel weird. Everything feels weird. And then yeah. we ha- run the risk of doing things that are a little bit over manufactured. So that's why I don't ever run on the treadmill. I don't have yeah. access to a treadmill. I hate the treadmill <laughs> more than anything. I have the utmost respect to those who are able to run on treadmills because I just, Can't do something weird with my gait on a treadmill that causes my hips to hurt a lot. So I I just stay far away. But (laughs) I totally get what you're saying because when I have run on treadmills before, I do the same thing. I'm like, why does my foot feel funny? And maybe Mm -hmm. I am really changing stuff. But when you're outside and you have all this other stimuli and you kind of are able to kind of like go on autopilot if you're running a familiar route or something like that, then you just you let your body Mm -hmm. run a little bit more naturally think the same could be said for getting on a treadmill and putting on Netflix or doing a Peloton class or doing whatever and kind of zoning out in that way. So again, everybody's different and everybody's Uh, brain and body kind of responds and reacts differently to those things. But being able to just, like I said before, cut out the noise and just run the way your body wants you to run. We are designed to to run. Yep. We're supposed to be able to run. Obviously, there are a million different things that go on in everyone's bodies. But yeah, just... Let's just make sure it feels good. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Good summary for today. <laughs>
0: I was, yeah.
2: Just run and feel good, y'all.
0: Yeah. That's, it. Yeah. That's the takeaway. Yeah. So all right. Now, Kaylee, you have you have a hard out, but you know, this is Kaylee's celebrity status. She has a hard out here, uh closing in on us. <laughs> uh, it's okay. She's, she's an incredibly in-demand human and uh, you know. We understand, and
1: she um, be.
0: She, I, That's it. That's
1: it. I just have a call with my coach, I don't know how which is very
2: important. It's, it's very important. it's very important. It is very, very important, important here. It's, it's important. a great way to do a Sunday
1: afternoon, mm-hmm. y'all. Celeb status here.
0: Total celeb status, everybody.
1: It's <laughs> <And this laughs> podcast, so yes, <laughs> with, Gertie, um, and with Gertie
0: With Gertie. With really, um,
1: I really have enjoyed the the twenty episodes. I think. You guys are doing such a great job. The guests are awesome. The conversation is wonderful. I love getting to know everybody better and learning something. I love hearing... like, I love listening to other running podcasts, but I also love hearing about runners that you know, work full-time jobs and have kids and are just living normal lives and don't have all the things that you talked about before, Sean, with this potential study, like to see done (laughs) where they have, you know, the elites have all these people helping them and their job is to get out and practice and run. Um, and I love listening to them too, but it is also nice to hear like from my fellow runner that I, that is very relatable Mm -hmm. to me as well. Um, and I love that, that piece of it and i love that you all talk about things that are maybe sometimes not as um openly talked about like mental health and you know struggles and anyway i love the podcast you you're doing a great job
0: (laughs) i love it so much thanks for being
1: on for our 20th and our first (laughs) it's my honor it's such a pleasure thank you so much
0: just so everyone uh i mean just Keep your eyes on 40, Kaylee. So (laughs) Um, I I do want to just wrap this up by saying, so first and foremost, um, I think especially since we started this Blair, it's been one of the better reprieves from what life has been. So thank you for being um, both, crazy enough to do this with me um i do love as, that word yeah um but this is definitely been one of the steadying things that i mm-hmm. tend to get through my week so yep. Yep. i'm very happy that we have been able to hopefully provide that for each other through all yes, of this
2: absolutely that's um, the best part of my week honestly
0: i agree i agree I look forward to it um and it's not just, there's there's a lot of other people out in the IG community that are incredibly important in our lives, I know. But um, the two of you are probably by far two of my very favorite humans, both in and out of IG. Um, so it's been... I know that today wasn't supposed to be today, Kaylee. So, <laughs> Thanks thank for you our for being our Reese <laughs> Witherspoon. So welcome. Um, but I'll just,
1: explain that reference. Yeah, <laughs> yep.
0: yeah. Um, but you know, it, it it wasn't supposed to be what it was today. But I think that it was also incredibly fitting that it was what it is mm-hmm. and it was how meant it happened.
2: To be. It was actually. Um,
0: so, <laughs> one day I don't know if that is Richmond. I think it is, but. Um, at some point, I will get to see the two of you and I will spin you <laughs> in a wedding dance fashion that is not going to make sense to anyone else on no this one podcast. No will
2: understand, but we'll That's explain what I want. Later. But, We will. <laughs>
0: um, I appreciate and love both of you very much. So thank you very much for making this day better and so many other days better. I appreciate you both.
2: Well, Aww. we appreciate
1: you too, Sean. Yes, absolutely. and we love you too. Thank you both. We love you too. Thank love you, you both Kayleigh. so much. Love you yes. too,
0: Blair. All right. Well, thank you again. And uh, thanks to everybody who has come along on this um, hellacious, hilarious, and unexpected journey that Blair and I have decided to put together. We appreciate it. Till next time, everybody. Have great runs. I hope that your fall races are awesome. And I'm sure we'll have plenty more episodes for you to um, wonder what we're talking about (laughs) and why we're doing it. But thanks for coming along. Until next time, everybody. We'll talk to you later.